Hey now, hey now, hey now, welcome in, welcome in y'all, and guess what time it is, that's right, it is porch time, and I am the one, the only Miss McKinney, and I know you guys are certainly glad of that, thank you for listening, thank you for joining, y'all, we're having a good time, Um, the t-shirt order has been made, thank you for all of your orders, thank you for all of those who are accepting the free t-shirt that I'm sending to you as well, Um, I appreciate each and every one of you having been on the porch, all I want you to do is rock them, Uh, maybe go sit out on your porch and Remember what it was like when you had some porch time with Miss McKinney. So thank you guys again um, for joining us. Thank you guys for being a big part of the porch. We hit a year on um, July the 15th, which was also a phenomenal day for me. And so I thank you guys for continuing to join. You know, this month is the month we're supposed to move on over into the YouTube world. And um, actually tomorrow I'm sitting down with a couple individuals who are going to show me what I need to be doing. So keep your fingers crossed. Um, At the very latest, we'll be rolling out in September with that YouTube channel. Today, y'all, you're going to meet a dad. And so this dad is a different dad. He had um, a little bit to do with some, I wouldn't say some raising, but he did have some curtailing in... um, managing or teaching helping my son grow and develop in confidence um, and all kinds of things he was a coach for us a good span of uh, I'd say about two and a half to three years Um, we did select basketball with this gentleman he was our coach I was the scorekeeper what team mom yes I always had that locked up and sewed down but I'm so appreciative to him because, um, again, there were some valuable lessons that he taught my son about being confident in himself and um, moving forward into great things. And I will always appreciate you, Coach, for that. Today, though, he's going to share the story of his son um, who is no longer with us. So this is like a bonus episode, y'all, in so many ways because he's an outstanding um, individual. And like I said, he's a mentor to young men. Um, But not only is he a dad, to many he'll tell us a grandpa to so many (laughs) he will tell us as he goes on but he's also telling us about what it's like to be a father um, and go through grief I know we've had a couple of talks on the porch about grief um, but mainly from the standpoint of being a uh, a child and losing your parent being an adult you know losing your parent and so we've not really had any insight into the other way around so i was very grateful that he was willing to come and talk to us on the porch about it so you guys stay tuned and meet coach daniels hey now hey now hey now welcome in coach can you hear me okay i sure can excellent sorry about the delay thank you for joining us you're such a busy man whatever (laughs) you said you're in an adult league playing basketball I'm in, yeah, I'm actually in two adult leagues, yeah. Awesome. So you guys that are listening, um, this coach coached my son for two years, I believe, in um, what's it called, Select Basketball Leagues. We had a great time. We had an absolute great time. He's a fabulous coach and a good inspirator and a good dad, right? Granddad, too. You got to throw that out there, too. And a granddad, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So tell us what's, what's the roster. How many do we have, girls and boys? Uh, as far as the girls go, good Lord, I have 
Okay, let me let me let me get the straight. Let me get the story straight because it sounds bad when I just say I got like seven or eight, nine kids. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is marriage number three. So I came to the marriage with one son. My current wife currently has three kids, and we adopted four. What's that? Seven. I don't know. I think it's more like eight, isn't it? Eight. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <gasps> you lost count. Oh my god. I did. I really did. I I, I really did. Uh, <clears throat> okay. So my son, actually, his birthday will be Monday. Past. Well, you know, was was murdered years ago. So we only have out of those, let's say seven, one boy. Rest are girls. And oh, I yeah. might say I might add fertile girls at that. <clears throat> because I have 15 grandkids. 15? 15, yeah. And this is with um who you came to the marriage with and hers or the adopted ones as well. The adopted ones and the ones that she yeah that came, we came to the marriage with yeah, yeah. Awesome, awesome. So you basically celebrate a birthday every month. For real, yeah. I just celebrated mine the day before mine. We had a two my two year old granddaughter. Um, like I said, my son's is is Monday. Actually, before mine, the twenty third, youngest daughter. Her birthday was on the 23rd. Yeah, basically it is like every every month. It seems like every week, but yeah, every month it's someone's birthday. I was going to say it very well could be every week. Well, congratulations to you on the Thank milestone you. and your birthday. Happy birthday. I hope you enjoyed you. every bit of it. Um, I'm getting older now, so it's just a chill moment. Yeah. So you, you've reached your serenity days? I didn't say all that now. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> this, no, it's just, um, I really didn't do anything. I, I was happy. I was content with, you know, going home, grabbing a bite to eat, and watching Martin. Mm. And then you decided to remarry? Yeah. Okay, that's awesome. And how long have you guys been together? We've been together... Uh, 15 years, but we'll be married September 9th. Actually, so, yeah, we got married 9-9 of 09, September 9th of 2009. And that will be what? I think uh, 12 years, I think. Uh, I'm they all blend together. Yeah. <laughs> they, they all blend together. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> You're so funny. Okay, so thank you again for joining us. This is going to be um, kind of a special dad episode. Um, I know that you've been very open about what happened to your firstborn, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. And um, I just wondered if, and I've I reached out to you to ask if you would mind sharing that on the porch, and you said that you would. Yeah. And I do want to tell you that um, after meeting you and then following you on social media, and reading the story, like, it gave me a whole new meaning of who you really were. Like, at first, I just thought you were a Leo that was a coach. Um, but, that really, <laughs> but that really solidified and um, made you out to be just like this, this phenomenal dad in my eyes and the fact that you continue to remember and um, are able to really, like, get other people to understand that pain. I, I remember feeling just 
So horrible after that, but still blessed at the same time because you were willing to share. So thank you again for sharing and the sure. floor is yours. Yeah, so he's uh, my first, my only, my really, my first child uh, from my first marriage. Um, she and I didn't stay married long. We stayed married seven years. So I was there for the first seven years of his life which you know when you listen to dr phil and all those shows like that they they say or they stress that those are the most important years building that foundation from one through seven so i was there for that um once we divorced i she kind of kind of was more or less like your bitter uh african-american woman let's just say that's not typical, listeners. Go ahead. No, it's really not <laughs> typical. Right. It's really not. I apologize. Forgive me. Forgive me. It's really not. But um, in I her understand. situation, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. So she wouldn't let me see him. And it definitely affected him because he was he was a daddy's boy. His birthday was like a week after mine. So, you know, the, the kindred spirit was was definitely there. And even she said herself, when she looked at him, she saw me. The only difference was he was light skinned. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, so that drove her crazy, which that made me happy. But um, yeah, so he grew up and we finally, finally got to the point where we could communicate on on a good basis, on a good level when he got older, around 16, 17. Um, and at that time we had moved out to Texas. So by the time he was like 18, he came out to visit. Um, and we got to, we really got to talk. We got to have that, that, that missing father son talk where he, he shared some things with me. I shared things with him. I didn't know, um, the pain that he felt when she and I broke up, but he was able to express that to me. I was able to express how much I missed him and, and things like that. So we got a lot, uh, we got a lot accomplished, even, even though it was uh, on a night where he did go out and go drink. He went drinking with, uh, with his siblings, his sisters and stuff. Yeah. So um, my granddad always said a, um, a drunk mind speaks a sober heart. And that's, that's where it came from. So I, I, took solace in that I took comfort in that and you know we we moved forward so I was trying to get him to move to Texas but I wasn't going to push because at this time he was 18 you know he's not a baby I can't say well you're gonna move no I I gave him the the leeway to you know make the decision on his own um, because he was 18 because I felt that at 18 you are a man you should be able to handle your business mm-hmm. Um, so he went back. Um, I knew in the back of my mind what he was doing. I just didn't have clarity to do it, but he was, he was out there doing things he wasn't supposed to do. He was selling drugs. He was, um, and even his friends would tell him, don't be getting in the cars with any and everybody that you're selling. You don't know these cats, this, that, and the third. Okay. So fast forward to the day in particular, he got into this car with three cats. Now, the one thing is, I believe either one or two of them were a cousin, distant cousin at that. Um, nobody really knows what happened in that uh, that car ride, but 
um, from the the markings on him and everything. It's like they took him someplace and beat him up really, really, really. Did I say really? Yeah, really, really bad. Um, and he just didn't make it from the from the injuries. They said that they uh, it was it was originally told to me that he was pushed out of the car, mm -hmm. but um, thinking back of a conversation that he and I had, no, he was trying to get out himself. Um, he opened the car door and tried to jump out or get out the car with what little strength that he had left at that point. Um, because it was ironic. He and I had that conversation. Oh yeah, dad, if you're trying to get away from the police, this is how you do it. Jumping out of the car. Like, okay, that's not a random thing you talk about, but thank you, son. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. It probably is a conversation between dads and sons. I can only imagine. I can only yeah. imagine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, so he didn't make it from the injuries. And I was mean, was he that, able that, to make it to the hospital? They got him to the hospital. And I think that's where he actually uh, passed away at the hospital. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, so that was that was tough. I was in Texas, so we had to make that. We made a drive from Texas to North Carolina, and you know, it's still it's a, it really hurt. But for me, and grief, we you know I'll let grief in for a little bit, but then you got to go. You can't you can't stay in my house. You know I'll grieve. I grieve probably for. I'll say maybe a good week, if that. But like the kids and and my wife and everything, they, you know, they they really were shut down. But I knew that okay, yeah, I gotta grieve, but I also have to keep going because if you guys are gonna be on that pedestal, the grieving and everything, okay, well, I'm strong. I'm going to be that. I'm gonna be the strong one. So. Um, so that's where I am. I still remember him um, on Facebook. I try to I, I don't try to. I, I always make it a point to to celebrate his birthday. Um, all of his friends, all of his cousins and stuff in North Carolina, they still communicate with me and everything. Um, and, you know, in looking in retrospect, as far as how life is going now, I know had he still been here, a lot of things would be different in our household. Or really in the family in general, but um, uh, for the for the period of time that he was with us, as far as really on this planet, I I was looking back at it. He touched a lot of people. That was that was that's what amazed me. And everybody had basically had the same thing. Oh, he's a good kid. This that and he, you know the typical stuff. But I thought it was. I didn't think it was cliche ish. Because there were so many different walks of life that said this same thing, so I took I took pride and took solace in that. Awesome! He was his daddy's son. He was his daddy's son. Yes. Excellent, excellent. So, if you had to speak to a parent mm -hmm. who is going through the grief process, you kind of already said something. You said, you know, you grieve, but you can't stay there. Mm -hmm. Is there any more advice you would offer to them? Something that you picked up along the way that you wish you had done sooner or, you know, anything like that? I mean, the only thing I could really say is, yeah, it hurts. That hurt never really goes away. I mean, you still have a little bit of hurt on, of course, their birthday. 
you know, Father's Day, I know I'm not going to get that phone call from him ever again, or Christmas, you know, things like that. It, it hurt. It never goes away, but it does get, it, it does start to hurt a little less once you actually think about and, and just reflect on the fun times. And, I, and that is so cliche-ish, but reflect on the fun times and the good times that you had with them. But it is true. It is true. The more you reflect on that, yeah, you miss them. Yeah, it hurts. Um, but yeah, it uh, it does tend to get a little better. But you'll know that you always are going to miss your child. You know, that's that's part of you there. All righty. And so then you said you only just have the other one son. And thank you for, for that. Thank you very much for that. And those that are listening, it's not that we're saying there's any particular way to grieve. It's just that this man has made some phenomenal steps and is offering advice um, to maybe get you over the hump a little bit sooner. And again, you know, always prayers and loves to not only you guys, but you too as well, coach. So you have another thank son. You. And a whole bunch of girls. <laughs> and yes, yes. This, this this son, this is my stepson. Um, he just turned 21. And he's actually on the other side of that coin. He's still bothered by the depression and, and missing, you know, Paler, my son, and or his brother, I should say. Which is a me. beautiful name. That's a beautiful Thank name. Thank you. Thank you. And, and, you know, I'll give you that story in a sec, but like I said, he's on the other side of that uh, of that coin where he hasn't he hasn't completely. I'm not going to say completely let go because I didn't completely let go, but he hasn't even loosened the reins as far as okay, I've grieved. Now I have to move on. He's still affected by it, uh, and that's been my goodness. I think almost eight years ago. So he's. He's battle. He's dealing with something. He's battling through it. He's getting through it because he is to the point now where he will listen to me, whereas he wouldn't when he was younger. But at 21, he's he's starting to, to come to the realization that, oh, you you did go through this with me, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, and, and back to his name, we were going through names and I it's, it's funny you mentioned that I. His name was supposed to be Tad Thaddeus Anthony Daniels. As you know, Thaddeus, Thaddeus's nickname is Tad, and those would have been his initials too. Nice. Nobody really wanted that but me. So, <laughs> so, so uh, my mother-in-law, actually her father had just, passed away and his name was John Paler. He only had girls. So no no one was really going to carry around a quote unquote name. So they used to call him uh Johnny P. Johnny P. So they were like, well, we need we want to do something for our dad, whatever. And they were like, how about Paler John? I was like, no, not Paler John. No. Well, well how about Paler? Okay. Paler James, because that's my middle name too. Paler James Daniels. And that's that's how it stuck. Yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. Very, very distinguished. Yeah, it was different. And and actually I don't think I've ever seen anyone 
with the name Paler, especially, I mean, we spelled it the regular way, but I did remember seeing someone that spelled it in a completely different way, like uh, P-A-I-L-O-R, something like that, but mm-hmm. he was P-A-Y. It was fun, yeah. Very nice, very nice. Tell us about your grandbabies. How many of those? Fifteen. Oh, fifteen. Thank, thank, thank you, Jesus, Lord, God Almighty. I've never had all fifteen at one time, but the first grandson was born to our adopted daughter, Anquinette. Anquinette subsequently now has four kids. She has Javion, which is the oldest son. She has Layla. No, she has three. Javion, uh-uh. Layla, I know I did that, and Mia. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, and Mia. Okay. Then the next child is Jasmine. Jasmine just had hers not too long ago. Uh, Jasmine has the two-year-old that was born the day before mine. Her name is Janae. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then she has Zayden. Don't ask me where these names are coming from. I just like, okay. Whatever. Everybody has a nickname for me, so I don't. Mm. Zayden, uh, or or Bam Bam, as I call him, uh, he is eight months old, so he's fresh. He's new. Then there's Alicia. Alicia has to herself. She has Amari, which is the oldest girl who turned eleven in May, and then she has Haven which will be five, six, excuse me, six in September. And I know I'm missing some more here too. Um, I I know I am. Janice has two kids. Please don't, don't, I don't remember names. TJ is the young, is a little, the boy. And... Oh my God, Chat Chet. I forgot. I forgot my other little granddaughter's name. I just hey you. Okay. Um, then I have a daughter that's out here. We adopted that's out here in um, in Arizona with us. She has uh, two girls, and you're putting me on the spot because I'm forgetting names. No, and, and that's totally on me, y'all. I know he would be able to <clears throat> spit these out if it wasn't for me putting them on the spot. My apologies. It's okay. Um, shoot. I got nicknames. I can't remember names, but I have one granddaughter. I call her Diamond because she's four. She's, she, she would just take her clothes off wherever, like little stripper, Diamond. All right. Okay, Diamond. Oh, my goodness. Not that she yeah, had a sparkle. You're you're terrible, Coach. Terrible. Oh. <laughs> oh yeah, that sparkle thing too. Yeah, we're that sparkle thing too. Yeah, that'll that'll work. Yeah, that's that's good. That's good. I thought you were gonna say she had a sparkle in her eye, and that's why you called her diamond. Not no. that she was an on the spot stripper, but on I appreciate that. I can appreciate yeah. that. And what do they call you? What do your kids call you? And what do your grandkids call you? Kid. Well, okay. Um, the kids will actually when they want something. Of course, I'm daddy. Mm-hmm. Just whatever. Um, but any other time it's, well, for the most part, it's daddy, dad, daddy. Uh, all the grandkids call me pop, pop. Oh, pop, pop. Yeah. 
And so you've said you've not had all 15 together at one time. Is that going no. to be in the future plans? Oh, God, no. Wait, hold on. <laughs> no. The most I've had at one time was <laughs> six. Six. That's enough. That's quite a few. Yeah, because... <laughs> Because the only one that I could really, well, I can have conversations with all of them, don't get me wrong, but the ones that I have to hold because they want me to hold them, that's the babies. You know, Bam Bam wants to be in Grand, in Pop Pop's lap all the time. Janae will push Bam Bam, her brother, out of Pop Pop's lap because that's where she wants to be. So another four either on their tablets or phone or you know a phone and playing games and stuff but yeah between those two yeah yeah they keep you busy yet you still have enough time to be active so that is awesome are there any words you want to leave with us on the porch about your family because remember they will hear this one day (laughs) yeah um (laughs) they really they really are my source of uh, being grounded. You know, whenever I, I get depressed or whatever, or, or if I'm just having a bad day, I can look at one of my many thousands and millions of pictures of my grandkids and it's like, oh, okay, it's a good day. It's, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. That is so sweet. Y'all hear that? That means that you can get whatever you want whenever you want it. He's just putting up a front. Like it's not that way, right? <laughs> they do anyway. I know. They I do know. because. <laughs> I bet. Yeah. Janae, I think everyone is kind of jealous of Janae because we are that her birthday is like the day before mine. And she just connects with me so much because I normally it was grandma. It was mops this, mops that. But I don't know. All of a sudden, it's just like pop, 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 pop. And, and so your wife is mops. Yeah, she's mops and I'm and I'm pop up. Yeah, I don't know where the, I don't know if I'd be cool with being a mop or anything, but okay, all right. Only a grandmother. But only a grandmother. Only, only, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she doesn't want to be grandma. She says she's not old enough to be grandma. I was like, well, how about Nana? She's like, oh heck no, I'm not that old. So it's so it's mops. So okay, but I'm always pop up always going to be pop-up even if i even when i have the great grandkids it's pop-up awesome and i know they enjoy pop-up and mops every time they get to hang out with you thank you so much for joining us on the porch i did hear you say that you've been married three times i think that was new information mm-hmm. uh to me. really we are doing yes and we are doing a dating in 2021 series right now I would love it if you want to join us back on the porch and give some advice to some single gentlemen um, who want to be married just like you if you're interested. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because if you listen to my sister or my brother, if you listen to my siblings, they they tell you I'm a um, I'm a professional husband because I've been married more times than them. Well, I, I I know that it's just been because you were waiting to get to the perfect, the perfect union, right? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll save that for the next episode. Uh-huh. Thank you so much, Coach, for joining us. You guys take care and be safe. And I'll be reaching out to you and IMs to set that up. 
Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in. We always keep the interest in listening coming. Thank you, Coach Daniels, for joining us. Thank you to his family for lending us his time uh, to be able to sit with us on the porch. I know he said he'll come back and talk on our Dating 2021 episode. And you guys are probably going to want to hear that one. It's, I, I assume it's going to be very entertaining. Thank you all again um, for, join, for joining, for being a part of us on the porch. It's been fun, y'all. It's still going to be fun. I look for great things to happen in the future. So you, I just want you to be you, which is absolutely beautiful. Don't let nary, nary, another individual tell you any anything any different. And I was about to say, if they do, you sock them, but don't do that. Be strong and be blessed. Take care, y'all.